0: There are probably lots of reasons you've never competed in the Olympics. Like, training's hard. Maybe your parents made you get a normal job. Reaching elite athlete status requires dedication and self-belief. Olympians aren't like the rest of us. Like the Greek gods, sometimes they do something superhuman. Hey, welcome to the pool room where we celebrate the winners, losers, and the weird stuff between. I'm Tony Armstrong. James William George Roycroft, better known as Bill didn't take your typical road to Olympic glory. He wasn't a posh horse guy. He didn't go to private school or learn to ride on his family's sprawling estate. Bill grew up as one of seven children in rural Victoria from a poor farming family. His parents had plough horses on their dairy farm, and throughout his childhood, he raced them with his friend Lawrence Morgan. As Bill got older, he competed in horse riding before enlisting as a soldier in World War II. Bill Roycroft wasn't a polished young man in fancy boots. By the time he made it to the Olympics, it was 1960, and he was a 45-year-old dairy farmer. Italy. A team of riders arrive in Rome, hoping to bring home Australia's first gold medal in the three-day equestrian event. They were Neil Lavis, Brian Crager, Bill, and his childhood horse-riding friend, Lawrence Morgan. Three-day equestrian, also known as eventing, is like a triathlon for horses. It's the ultimate display of skill and has its roots in a cavalry test, something former soldier Bill Roycroft understood better than most. Day one, dressage. Day three, show jumping. But day two, well, that's where the real action happens. Cross country. Over a long outdoor circuit of up to 35 kilometres, competitors prove their speed, endurance and jumping ability. They take their horses over fences and ditches and navigate hectic obstacles. This is not a gentle canter across the countryside. It's tough mudder on horseback. Not for the faint-hearted. Luckily, Bill Roycroft was anything but that. The day before, the team went for the customary walk around the track to familiarise themselves with the layout. They'd had a successful day in dressage and were confident of their chances in the field. Conditions were good. Three riders cleared the course successfully. But Bill failed miserably. One of the jumps was made of concrete pipes, arranged in a way that hid them from his horse. Old Solo careened straight into the obstacle, throwing Bill to the ground, then landing heavily on top of him. Bill was unconscious, but only briefly. When he came to, he said, Where's my bloody horse? and found the creature standing alongside him, waiting to get going again. In those days, you were allowed to just climb back on. So that's what Bill did, with a broken shoulder, dislocated collarbone, bruises and a concussion. He completed the course. The Americans gave him whiskey before he was airlifted to hospital, where they packed his head in ice, as was the custom at the time. The Aussie team led by a good margin, but alongside Bill's injury... Brian Crago's horse was also hurt and had been withdrawn. The competition required at least three riders on their own horses. No swapsies. Bill had to find a way to get back to the arena, because with only two riders, they wouldn't be allowed to compete and their gold medal would be lost. Bill wouldn't stand for it. He threw away his arm sling and jumped out of bed. The doctors wouldn't discharge him, telling him he needed several more days of observation. They even took away his clothes, but Bill simply threatened to discharge himself in his undies. He downed some painkillers, a fat steak, and a glass of beer. After signing a waiver, he arrived back at the games, where he spoke only five words. Where do I weigh in? Although he acted tough, Bill was in pretty bad shape. His teammates had to dress him and practically tie him into the saddle. He had almost no strength on his right hand side, and spectators said he looked like he might fall from his horse, which obviously was how he got into this mess to begin with. But off they went. Show jumping is a test of poise and obedience. Try not to knock anything over or break horsey etiquette. And try to be faster than everyone else too. Australia was a fair stretch ahead of the pack by this stage. So this practically broken, bruised and concussed athlete didn't have to put in his best ever performance. But that day, as if to stick it to the doctors who'd told him to stay in bed, a practically incapacitated Bill Roycroft took old solo round without dropping a point. One-handed, they made a perfect run and Australia came away with the gold. That night, Bill could only drink with his left hand, but he had plenty to celebrate. Rome 1960 was Bill's first Olympic outing. He then went on to compete at four more games, alongside his three sons. At 61, he became Australia's oldest Olympic medalist, Bringing home bronze in Montreal. Bill Roycroft was inducted into the Sport Australia Hall of Fame in 1985 and elevated to legend status in 1996. But history won't just remember him for his success as an equestrian. He did more than that. Bill took part in the age old Australian tradition of leaving early to help out a mate. Thanks for dropping into the pool room. You've been listening to an iHeart production. I'm Tony Armstrong, and I'll catch you next time.